Welcome to Hallmark and Chill. Please join us as me, Nina, along with my husband, Dean, and from time to time, our dog, Beckham, rate and review Hallmark movies throughout the year. We are going to discuss, and sometimes, if not all the time, argue, laugh our asses off, and rate these oftentimes ridiculous movies. Thanks for joining. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Hallmark and Chill. Today, we have a very special guest, which I'm so excited. It is my friend and colleague, Claire. Let's turn in the background. <laughs> so we are so excited to have her here. We have not had, have we had my guest people this year? I don't think so. I don't think we've had really any guest people. So she's kind of our first guest host. Uh, Dean's really excited. That means that he did not have to watch another Hallmark movie because as you guys know, he does not like these movies. So, uh, but Claire is a Hallmark lover, which is so awesome because most of the time when I talk to people about Hallmark, they have a very strange face on and they don't like these movies. So... <laughs> <laughs> very excited uh, to have her on here, another Hallmark lover. Um, so we went through kind of the queue of movies that I've kind of been building up for the podcast, and she ended up picking uh, Sense, Sensibility, and Snowman, or Snowmen, excuse me, which kind of, I guess, takes some creative liberties, we'll say, in air quotes, um, from the Jane Austen book, Sense and Sensibility. Basically, I think Claire and I deduced it to the fact that they just use their names. There's not a whole lot of crossover in terms of actual plot. So yeah, so we will get started on talking about this movie. So the first kind of scene we are introduced to the Dashwood sisters. And if you are a Jane Austen fan, you know, that's kind of one of the characters names and they run an event planning called what was it? Dash creations? Dash mm-hmm. something? We don't know. Let's not get into specifics anyways. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> anyways, so Marianne is, I think it was her company at first she ran it by herself and she seems like she might be the older sister they didn't really say what order they're in it just her personality kind of seems that way she's very organized very kind of strategic which one might think that you'd have to be while running a company and then her sister Ella um, who I think might be the younger sister she's kind of very like free loving and kind of I wouldn't say she's wild but she's just very kind of she's not organization let's say is not her thing so she's kind of joined her sister in running this company then we are introduced to uh, Luke McFarland's character and his name is Edward Ferris just like the book and he runs a toy company he just recently took it over for his father who retired and their big thing this holiday season is to be able to put their toys into um, a company that I think is like run internationally maybe we don't know like (laughs) we end up we are introduced to the couple who supposedly runs these toy stores in a foreign country they don't mention and they sound French at one point they also sound like Ukrainian at another we don't know for all we know they could be from Jersey who knows they have an accent of sorts we'll say so Ella she wants to at one point she's talking to her sister and she's staying with her sister at her house she doesn't again kind of this like free spirit she doesn't have a place nothing like that so while she's staying with her sister she's kind of talking to her about how she would envision the company to kind to start branching out she wants to visit like these different types of events to get, kind of get their name out or whatever but her sister's like really not with that I guess um like she's kind of just like very reserved and she's like no no I kind of already have an established type of plan like I want to stick to like what we normally do or whatnot Ella ends up meeting Edward at the law firm that um her and her sister are going to end up signing some actual official paperwork so that they're both co-owners and um so she meets him at this law firm and they have like a really awkward exchange 
I guess we can say. She's looking at some kind of wall painting. Which, a very strange painting. <laughs> a really strange painting. It just looks like a bunch of dots spilled everywhere, which I guess it's one of those paintings you feel like a kid could have made it, and this actually turns into like a billion-dollar painting. And she really likes it. She says it's beautiful, creative, whatever. And he's like, well, I think my assistant son could have made it and so like it's just a weird exchange um and then that's kind of that's how all these movies start though like these people meet each other there's never like sparks when it first happens it's always like some weird awkward exchange um so then yeah so they end up signing the documents that they're now going to be like co-owners of this company their their lawyer is um turns out to be edward's cousin brandon and he comes back later on in the story too so we'll talk a little bit more about him later edward ends up meeting the owners for the um, company that his that his company is wanting to put their toys into and at this time he kind of I don't know what exactly their exchange was can't remember it wasn't super notable but at the end of it he told them that he was going to do a um, party of some sorts at this time frame we're looking at like nine days I think because they're trying to plan this party around the holidays I think it's nine days till the 23rd is when they're kind of shooting for to have this party and that's kind of where you see a scene where Edward and Brandon are at some kind of bar restaurant and Ella overhears their conversation about him promising to do this kind of party for these prospective clients and um, so she's like super excited already has her business card kind of out there because she's trying to in a way live up to the expectations that her sister hat wants for her rightfully so I mean it's you know a, a company that obviously you need to be very organized with and then so she's like handing out this card doesn't realize that it's the gentleman that she just had a very awkward exchange with and I think before too I forgot to mention like her uh, one of the staff members that works for her sister and her company like she had brought her information about him he was like in a CEO magazine and she's like oh he's really pompous and kind of arrogant and whatnot and so she sees him again and (laughs) and um, so meets him again they end up whatever putting bygones bygones she does agree to do the party or whatever and it's not like he had a whole ton of choice either I mean party is so short notice and he was like oh well how how difficult could it be and she's like it's actually extremely difficult um so whatever gonna take on his um company to do the party brandon who we mentioned before their lawyer him and marianne kind of end up having like a cute little meetup again he ended up dropping off some kind of like paperwork for her again it was like a really awkward exchange but not like edward and ella's like theirs was actually more cute than anything else because you can kind of tell that they are into each other so ella and edward they kind of end up spending more time together like over the course of the rest of this movie it's just kind of a lot of events that push these two together so she helps to decorate his house um does stuff like that and he has like a ginormous house um but i guess it just wasn't decorated like at all so she kind of helps to put more because her whole thing it seems like not just about this time period it's like just in life is to be like really festive and to just be very outgoing so she kind of puts i guess we'll say more color to his life Oh, this, uh, this was a scene I thought was really weird. <laughs> You'll have to explain it. Uh, well, I thought it was weird, and I'll talk maybe more about it in my WTF, but so Ella, Edward, and a little boy named Thomas end up spending, like, the day together unexpectedly. Like, she ends up offering to, like, babysit him. Thomas is the kid of Edward's assistant, and um, so they end up spending more time together. Apparently, according to Claire, she said, like, something was wrong with this kid, the way he walked. I don't remember. What did you say? When they first invite uh, Edward to go to the, uh, they're like, oh, we're going to go out and do some holiday stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'll come with you. 
they're walking and he says uh, something about like, oh, they're going to go see Santa and the kid's eyes like totally like light up. And it's like the whole rest of the time he's just like looking off camera like excited because he's going to see Santa. <laughs> like, yeah, check out the scene because boy, that kid, like he distracts from the whole scene because they're having a conversation. I don't even know what they were talking about because it's all of this kid like going up, oh, we're going to go see Santa. I hope they got to see Santa. Oh yeah, you did get to see Santa. <laughs> They promised him too. It's like, okay, so you need to look like you're legitimately going to go see Santa. So he's like, all right. And he did. It was a little strange. I mean, he's a little child. I can't judge him for his acting. I, I'd be terrible too, but it was a pretty funny scene. Marianne ends up finding, um, I guess it was like some kind of screenwriter workshop. So like Ella had always talked about how she loved to write and stuff like that. And she had mentioned at one point to um, Edward that she had a friend from college that they would, because they traveled a lot together, then they would come back to the States and do like part-time jobs. And, and funny enough, her friend had recently asked her like, oh, hey, do you want to do this like writing workshop together? And she had mentioned to Edward that she was like, you know, I am going to turn her down because I'm just really happy like where I'm at in my life. And then so her sister finds it and kind of immediately thinks that it's just another way for her sister to be irresponsible and to having taken on this company and then just all of a sudden just boom, you know, jet setting off, leaving her with the bag um, to handle everything kind of on her own. So they end up kind of, they don't, eat, it wasn't even really a fight, which I was so surprised. Yeah, she did. She just walked. She was like, oh, I found this, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're just being irresponsible, irresponsible again. And then she just like looks at her and then takes off. Like she just goes into her room or something i'm like if that was my sister because i have two older sisters claire also has sisters that was is not how i would respond like yeah there'd be exactly there would definitely be like some anger or some exchange of words um my sister and i can get really mouthy with each other so we would not just walk away is what i'm saying so i thought that was kind of weird so for a little while of the movie they end up kind of just um yeah there's a lot of tension between the two sisters um and they're not talking even though they kind of live with each other edward Sorry, I'm like picking something off my dog's head. <laughs> oh, I'll be editing that out. <laughs> Edward ends up kind of helping create like a business plan uh, for Ella. So she, like we said before, she's... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, hold on. You have to explain this one to us. That is very true. <laughs> well, Edward initially says that what he gives his parents for financial ledgers, how, business, how their business Christmases work. And so he helps her create a financial ledger because you know, these are the way, this is the way to business. Financial ledgers. It even becomes a Christmas gift later for his for her sister. She gets to play later when they mend things. That's what they, he says, like, I wrapped you up a financial ledger and gave it to you for Christmas. Who, who gets excited about that? <laughs> okay, if I end up keeping this on here, I just uh, lowered the microphone for Claire's dog, Archie, who looked like he wanted to say something but got shy. Um, but Claire is right, so financial ledgers play a part in this movie. Archie, do you want to talk about financial ledgers? <laughs> He's like, damn it, mom, don't embarrass me. <laughs> Okay, so I guess Archie got really shy again and he didn't want to say anything. But yeah, so Financial Ledger plays some part in this movie. I don't know why in the sense that I feel like sometimes Hallmark, they kind of like run with these themes that, oh, that's what business people would do, right? Financial Ledger. So then they have to repeatedly say it over and over again so that us, the audience, does not forget that some of the characters in the movie are business inclined. But I'm pretty sure that there's more to business than financial ledgers, but whatever. But that's... And end of the year is not really end of the year, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
That's true. Very true. Yeah, he kind of. <laughs> I don't know, like, he helps her to create this kind of, like, business plan. Keep in mind, at least from the audience point of view, it doesn't really look like a business plan. And he said that, too. It's something for her to create. Like, he almost created a template, but it looked like a template from Microsoft Word. I don't think that he put much thought (laughs) into it. I think it had already been built. And Claire had mentioned earlier, too, that, like, when we first saw him behind the desk at his office, she's like, that's it. Like, he had a laptop, he had some decorations, and his desk looked like really neat and she's like you should see my desk (laughs) and you should her desk is nuts this woman works so hard hardest working woman i know her desk is really freaking crazy (laughs) so if you want to talk about someone really working that's what it needs to look like his was a little bit too uh, sanitized exactly one file folder folder does not make work okay hallmark (laughs) please get that right um but he helped her with that going back to him helping her and stuff like that he did that because all this time like we said before she's really trying to like prove herself that she's worthy to be the partner of this um, new company here so turns out that the original place that Ella had booked for Edward's party ended up booking the wrong date so I don't know if they meant like December 23 23rd of the next year because she didn't mention to him she's like well they're gonna offer you the space for free but for next year so I don't know how they got messed up but it did but she had a brilliant idea although Claire came up with it first (laughs) that um, yeah, or it's just predictable in this case. Um, Claire mentioned it. She was like, uh, I think they're going to move the party to uh, his house. Because his house was very large. It looked like a mansion. And then, of course, guess what? They're moving the party to his house. Although they mentioned that there was maybe like 100 plus people for the party. So we're not sure how they would fit. I mean, the house is big. I just don't think you'd be able to fit that many unless, A, you had no decorations, just squished everyone together. Or people came in shifts. So not quite sure. And at the end, they don't really show it either. They showed one section of it so no idea could whatever. So, and it turns out that the party does go off without a hitch, minus the whole having to change venues. The couple that's going to have the toys in their store, I think their name is the Laurens. I do not know how you spell that. I probably spelled it wrong. This French slash Ukrainian couple, or, or New Jersey, from New Jersey. We don't know. Um, so they are going to end up putting toys from Edward's company into their stores, so they did end up booking that deal. And everything seems like it's going great up until Ella thinks that Edward is, um, dating his what is she senior vp of something yeah. yeah, that's right. So it's like the senior VP, we thought she was his sex secretary at first, but it turns out it's not. She has a much higher position. Um, so they went to high school together. They basically grew up together. They dated uh, for a while in high school, but have been friends kind of since, work at the same company. Um, she actually mentioned to him that she was seeing somebody else too. We don't, we never get to meet him. But um, but of course, as all Hallmark conflicts go, <laughs> she thinks because she, and she's not even close. It's not like she was like two two feet away where she could overhear and like maybe misconstrue things she was like across the room like exactly and so like he ends up hugging lucy because they're friends and they work together and because of that they're dating yep they're dating and what makes matters worse is that she ends up overhearing him talk to one of his uh board members who was looking to um plan some kind of party him and his wife and then so um edward kind of starts talking shit i guess you could say about ella and her company and he well he used the word unsuitable he said no you wouldn't want my event planners they're unsuitable and then so she overhears that pretends to her sister that she's not feeling well and then hauls ass she hasn't even claimed him at that point that's the thing the, other, the thing is is like Edward and her are even a thing together and she's like oh no honey 
hugging together. Like, they're, they're hugging. They're yeah. friend hugging. They're yeah. still even, like, they give each other, like, a European kiss on the cheek, and then, like, give each other a hug, and apparently that's too much. Body oh, contact. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, she's sick. <laughs> Exactly. And that's a good point that Claire brings up because at no point in this movie, like there are some Hallmark movies where the characters kind of reveal their feelings to each other a lot early on. This was not one of those movies. So the whole time it's like we know that they like each other, but it's like these continuation of awkward moments between each other. So it was really strange for her to just get really jealous all of a sudden and then just be like, Oh, yeah. A girlfriend, like I run this event, but now I'm out. Exactly, and then like run off from your own event. Like I would have stuck around so late. I'm like I planned this beautiful thing. I'd be here whether you have a girlfriend or not. So I just thought it was weird, but of course we have to add that conflict moment. Then we come to Christmas morning. Ella and Marianne are exchanging gifts. I also noted in here, like Claire said, uh, Ella gives Mary Ann a financial ledger, which apparently was the gift she'd been waiting for her whole life because she burst into tears and she was super excited. Obviously, there's more sentiment behind it just because it's showing like, really, it's because her sister's being responsible because she mentioned something like, oh, and I'm also creating a business plan and I end up, I'm going to end up sticking around. I got a new apartment, a two year lease. So like, I think it's really more that, but like, it's a, it's a financial ledger. <laughs> and she like put it in a nice little box and a bow and she like printed it out and then so yeah I don't know I don't that's not a gift I'm asking for anyhow from anyone so, but, okay um Edward is spending Christmas with his folks this year I guess I think he mentioned before that they don't really do stuff like that together and um, his cousin Brandon ends up coming over and he was like yeah I heard from Ella that you and Lucy are back together and he was like no he's like oh he's like I need to explain some stuff so they end up going over to Marianne and Ella's place I think he was going to be there anyways because she invited Brandon over so basically this is kind of where he clears the air he tells uh, her that he's not dating Lucy, that they, I think, were together at one point. They're just friends now, nothing to worry there. And he also ends up clearing the air about the whole comment that he made. He said that that particular board member is really difficult to work with. And I guess something about he never pays his bills on time. So kind of in a way like saving Mm -hmm. her, I guess. And basically that ends up ending Sense, Sensibility, and Snowman. Of course, they cap it off with a nice little Christmas Day kiss. I wonder if they're having mule or um, aren't they having like a Cinnamon stick and the, what's that? Were they having they something were else? Having some sort of alcoholic beverage. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, they did end up kissing at this Christmas market, which must be right next to their house because (laughs) they don't spend spend any time anywhere else. And the setting is supposed to be in Chicago. Claire made a comment (laughs) before, which was like spot on. You said something about how you're like, oh, of course, Chicago is a really small place and everyone would just be at this Christmas market because of the Christmas market ended up being her, Edward. And then her sister showed up with Brandon and then and then the French slash Ukrainian slash New Jersey folks were there. So she's like, oh, it's really small town here. Not really. We know how that works. Chicago's not a small town. She probably would never see her sister there. She probably wouldn't even see her sister at her own apartment. Okay. So anyways, Hallmark as always. Anyway, yeah, so that ended that movie, and so now let's move right into our first segment. Uh, so each of us have our toppy WTF moments, and I'm going to let Claire start with hers. Oh, okay. So I've never done one of these before, so this is my, <laughs> <laughs> my <childhood. laughs> um, I think my 
share the same one. We might have some uh, of the same ones. There might be some same ones, um, for sure. One of them was uh, when they were first dating. Like, to kind of mend ties, they, um, Edward kind of set Ella and Marianne up to, like, come to a double date thing where they were having a gingerbread competition. And they killed it at the gingerbread competition. I mean, like, I've never seen a gingerbread house like this before in my life. Like, the... They were working, oh my goodness, they thought they were going to lose because they were working on the frost thing on the top of this roof, but the roof somehow, miraculously, was like the most pretty looking, I mean, it was like a Swiss roof, it was, yeah. it was gorgeous. They got first place, Ella and, you know, Edward, and then the other two, the other couple got second place, which theirs didn't look anywhere close to high quality, but, you know, this, this, it was like, I would have been covered, the other thing is they were wearing no aprons, they were just, they were just, I mean, they're the best bakers I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, I would tell you, when I have, like, iced things for the holidays, it does not turn out that clean, and, I mean, yeah, they, they killed it at that gingerbread house. They probably could have put it into, you know, it's a professional job. <laughs> That's one of them. I think we might share that moment. Because I'm like, yeah. Uh, the other one was uh, when they were shopping around for the types of uh, food that they wanted to cater. Uh, she, Ella takes Edward to this, like, place he likes to eat. I think it might have been the bar yeah. where they ran into each other. And she's like, the bar can cater. And he's like, got really super excited and was like, ooh, nutrition and ran for these macarons um, which she thought were very nutritious and I'm like, this is nutritious. Like, what the heck? Um, but yeah, and then the third one oh, I think we might share this one too. Anytime anybody ever came over to Edward's house there would be a doorbell noise and he'd be like, come on! <laughs> because obviously the person outside his mansion could yeah. hear him yelling to me. On like the third floor. <laughs> I would have believed that they had like an Alexa device or a ring or something they were talking through. No, I mean, there was lots of Apple placement, but the ring was definitely not in, it should have been in play. <laughs> Come on in! <laughs> Okay, so my three WTF moments are, um, I do have some similar ones to Claire. Uh, well, my first one was asking what is wrong with uh, Luke McFarlane, who uh, plays Edward. Just like his acting was really weird. And I was telling Claire that I feel like <laughs> he doesn't play these like hoity-toity like executive parts. He always plays like these kind of down-to-earth like hometown boys, I guess you can say. So it seemed like maybe even he was uncomfortable or maybe like he read books on like this is how you act when you, you when you are in a suit. Yeah, his voice. That's mostly what we're talking about. Maybe not so much the acting, but it was like his voice was like really weird. Like I, for one, I thought I swore sometimes that I heard some accents when I don't think he's supposed to have any accents. I don't know, but and just like really like proper and like it was really really just strange. Like I don't know, and like it didn't happen like every single scene, but enough scenes to where it, we were questioning what exactly was going on there. So if any of you know, please drop me a line. Uh, my <laughs> number two WTF was just Ella, like, babysitting Thomas. Like, I made a comment that... <laughs> I mean, like, I know she's working with Edward, but it's not as if, like, she's working with the assistant. I mean, she might be for certain things, but you don't know this woman. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just, um, Thomas's mom said she was going to run some errands, so I offered to babysit. Okay, if somebody offered to babysit, that doesn't mean I have to say yes. I would have been like, no, I don't know you, and you don't seem responsible. So, <laughs> and this is my child. It's not a snowman. It's my child. So, um, I thought that was weird. Um, and my last WTF moment was the same as Claire's one. Um, Edward 
Hubert is constantly telling people to just come on in his house. <laughs> he lives in a very large house. He's always like in the kitchen kind of area. So I don't know where that is in proximity to the door. Maybe it's right next to it. Like my kitchen's very close to my front door. However, we live in a day and age where I don't just say come in. Like I don't answer my door for anyone unless I know that A pizza's coming or B I ordered something from Amazon anything else yeah. um so I thought that was kind of strange but all right sure whatever all right so that ends our WTF segment so let's move into our second segment which is our can't let it go moment so we usually pick out at least one moment that kind of tops all the other moments or something that we just couldn't stop thinking about something we really like or hated what have you I'm going to turn it over to the lovely Claire for her to share her can't let it go moment all right so I have one can't let it go but I um... I'm going to get let this one off to Nina because I know she's going to follow the same one, so I'll pick a different one. Uh, I think my number one, uh, one of my big things at Peeves was uh, the fact that she just can't figure out where these people are, these international people are. So why are they Christmas at home? Why are they, I guess I know they're on vacation, but it's not really vacation if you're working to figure out if you want to take this toy company into your store from wherever this is, wherever this is, New Jersey, Ukraine, somewhere international. I think it's international because there's something about international outreach. I get it. I get it. But why aren't they at home celebrating? Like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. But they don't even invite them over for Christmas or Christmas. I mean, Edward, come on, could have at least extended an invite to say, hey, come over and hang out with my family because now you're taking our toys into your store. I mean, you're probably sitting in some lonely hotel room. Like. <laughs> Going, hey! <laughs> oh, this is such a sad, you know, Christmas in America. It could be somewhere picturesque and pretty. And I mean, at least they threw them a party on the 23rd. I mean, they arrived and he's instantly like, oh, I know how I'll impress you. I'm going to throw you a party. But it's still like two days before Christmas. So I don't know. That's mine. <laughs> And that, no, actually, surprisingly, we do not have the same one. Um, that's a really good one because Claire is right. And, and I think that's how a lot of Hallmark movies, their timeline is always really strange. Like, got nine days until the 23rd, and it's like crunch time. And then you've got these international people coming in because everyone works at that time, I guess. And I don't know. I don't own a business, and I don't work at a high executive place. That The timing is always weird, right? Like, that was strange. And also just because they don't mention, like, where the F are you from? Like, they could have said, oh, we're the Laurent from France like I would that's fine but again Hallmark it's like they always have oh, our international okay well what does international mean some people might seriously think New Jersey is international we don't know anyways but um, my can't let it go moment it's kind of split between two things so part of it is the character of Ella and not just her in general I wrote down here that I really love all her festive outfits like her outfits and that's kind of how Hallmark is with a lot of the women in their films like they always make them very like aesthetically pleasing I feel like the clothes which they should that's probably where most of their budget goes because it certainly doesn't go to plot or writing or any of that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah her outfits were super cute uh, except for one time she wore a coat that was like the color Pepto-Bismol but other than that like she had like a red coat a green coat like things that were all festive she had these really cute like snowman gloves she always wore some kind of scarf um, so props to you wardrobe department on that and then the other half of my can't let it go was just like her relationship with her sisters and maybe that's because I'm a softie like I like I said I have two older sisters Claire has a couple of sisters and there's just like something about sisterhood I guess that is something that you don't you don't experience with anybody else and like only something that you and your sisters could go through you could only 
talk to each other in a certain way. And they seemed really close and they had a really great bond, but it was nice to kind of see just, what was I going to say? Where was I going with this? I like, my mind just completely blanked. <laughs> and you better take a hold of a whole cow by herself. That's true. There's, there's yeah. a lot of, you know, <laughs> like, ah, it's a little obscure it's, in some areas. That's kind of true. Claire was kind of commenting about how like, it's like she was just, ready and willing to like they went to the lawyer's office she's like yeah we're putting both of our names on the company i'm like why like you haven't seen anything that would show for her to prove that she is able to really be able to take over any part of this company so i thought that was weird but i just like that they're they had a really nice bond and they really did look like uh sisters too like the how they cast mm-hmm. us so that was really cool but um yeah i guess i'm just kind of a softie for the whole sister so that was my can't let it go moment our last segment of all of our podcasts we rate these movies on a scale of one to five and we rate them on a scale of one to five christmas trees i like to just add that in dean does not understand why i have to rate them on a scale of one to five christmas trees because it makes no sense but i like it because it's festive okay damn it um so if it was a five obviously it means that it is awesome you're gonna watch it again you absolutely loved it it's beautiful if it's a one we know that as my husband would say that it was a flaming turd that's the words he used last season i can't i can't remember what he's using this season um but (laughs) so yeah so i will let claire uh take first hand at um her rating well i actually uh really enjoyed some of the key parts of this movie I would say there was a really cute scene at the end where the other couple was kind of peeking out from the kitchen. Oh, that was cute. I really enjoyed some of the awkward moments. I did make chuckle a little bit. I don't think I will go and watch it again. Um, I probably have to have dogs in it or something to be seen a second time. I mean, a dog Christmas movie, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, I think it was it was entertaining though. They did a good job of keeping it entertaining. I mean, there wasn't like a whole ton of like mistakes and things like that. As <laughs> so, <Yes>, gingerly. <laughs> so, I'd say it's probably, you know, it's middle of the road. I mean, still entertaining. Kept us, you know, occupied. We were still paying attention. So. True, true. I'd say maybe a, a three and then a half of a tree, maybe. You know, <laughs> or maybe, I don't know what a half a tree would be. A, a tree and a sapling, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how half trees works, but, you know. A, <laughs> so good job, Hallmark on that. Look forward to another one. <laughs> that was hilarious. A half a tree and a sapling, maybe. Claire got uh she got very figuratively speaking, like an actual half a tree and some of its sapling. Okay. I feel like you were very generous in terms of your rating. Um she's also a really nice person. She doesn't have like anything evil to say about anybody. And this is also her first one for the season, so maybe when she gets more seasoned. We'll see what her ratings are going to be. It's gonna, it's gonna be a tree that she's cutting down and lighting on fire with no sapling. Is what it's gonna be. For my own rating, I would probably give it like a one. This one was not the best. I wouldn't say it's a flaming turd. Um, yeah, I do believe that the title was kind of not kind of it is stupid um (laughs) sensibility and snowman okay but i don't feel like there was anything at least for me that was like super outstanding or that like really caught my attention to where i was like oh yeah i would really watch that again Um, exactly exactly i didn't think any of the actors were terrible except for the guy except for luke mcfarlane who i feel like i've seen better and maybe he shouldn't play an executive because it, it means that he's gonna have a very weird 
weird speech pattern. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't know why he thought he had to be like weirdly macho. It's like, just talk normal, sit there and look pretty, and let's move on with our lives. That's basically it. Like, I mean, there just wasn't a whole lot of meat to it, which I mean, is kind of something we kind of expect usually in these movies. But yeah, nothing that I don't think I'm not going to DVR it again or watch it again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Hallmark and Chill. And we want to give so much thanks to the lovely Claire for taking time out of her busy ass. Let me tell you, this woman is always on the go. I like to call her the Flash at work because like you never effing see her. She has 1,500 meetings throughout the day plus another 2,500 meetings. And then she pops in and out of the office. She has a staff that she has to take care of. And then, like, so exactly, it's like sometimes I see I'm like, gosh, I haven't seen her in a really long time. Like, I wonder where she's at. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for taking the time out of your weekend, you and Archie, to come and do this podcast. So we'll definitely have her on again for sure. Uh, please show us your support by rating us wherever you're listening to us at. That would be fantastic. And until next time.